Good morning, welcome to episode 157 of Speak Therapy Murmurings, a speech memory therapy podcast by me, Chris Wade, Speak Therapy. So, I recorded a half an hour um, podcast yesterday, whilst driving down the M4 at like 6 o'clock in the morning, because I was going to London for assessments, and it was like, I say in the podcast, it's like recording number nine uh, of a topic that I'm, I'm not really going to talk about, so I'm, I'm doing the podcast, but um whilst recording this podcast I hear a thump uh, driving like 80, 80 mile an hour or so down the motorway down the middle lane it's relatively quiet just past junction it gets busy I feel I help hear a thump and then my back wheel's blown out completely so my uh, so I, I'm I then have to kind of cross over well the tie three lanes of traffic um, all travelling up between 70 and 80 miles an hour my car's losing momentum um, managed to pull it onto the hard shoulder but realised I'm on a blind corner so if I'd have parked in a blind corner one, the AA van could drive straight past me but also if someone else is in kind of um, has an emergency has to swing off they won't see me round the corner and um, I thought that'd be quite a silly thing to do so I had to carry on driving for about a quarter of a mile um, and then parked kind of half on the grass surge and then kind of climbed down the grass surge a load of bramble bushes and rang the AA so yeah, yesterday I was absolutely wiped out um, because, and I, I just put on four brand new tyres and Lincoln expensive tyres because uh, they're what as low profile. But I went for the, the most, the safest Michelin tyres I could go for all all year round. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a quick update. So I'm rearranging. I actually did one of the appointments by Zoom instead, and then the other one being rearranged for later on this month. So no deadlines we missed. Um, but um, I'm going to say, I put a tweet out this morning, um, and within seconds, uh, I think people tend to look out for each other. Um, so a speech therapist messaged me, I just to really respect, saying, look, I, I don't know whether he resented it, but your your tweet could be misinterpreted in this way. So I pulled the tweet straight off. Um, and my tweet was more about kind of how, um, how contentious or how challenging what I call kind of SLT Twitter has become um, and how we need to kind of remember to be kind of respectful and professional for, um, and when we're, when we're tweeting and we have to respect each other's opinions so long as they're not hurtful. And so that was kind of the crux of the message and I think that the tweet could have been misinterpreted um, and it wasn't the intention was not to silence anybody and no intention to silence anybody as a speech therapist. I. I never had an intention to silence any voice. I respect what everybody's got to say. Um, I lift people up. My I've, I've got a profession. I've got a, got a professional career of lifting others above me and kind of helping out absolutely everybody that comes for help and kind of working out pathways for people. So it's certainly not something that I was intended to do. And this is why I've kind of come off Twitter because it's so easy to misinterpret tweets, and and therefore I I just have to be. And, and with tweets being so many few characters, it's so it's so hard to really put a message across. And if you're putting a message across succinctly, it comes across, or can come across, across as abrupt. And then threads um, can also are also the same. Um, I feel podcasts, videos um, help messages get across a little bit better. Uh, but again, it's a one-sided conversation. It's a one, not even a conversation, it's a monologue just like blog posts. Um, so 
I'm, I'm more, I welcome anybody to come onto the podcast to talk about absolutely anything um, and have a discussion. And, and that's where, as a profession, we're going to grow through discussion. I don't think we're going to grow f- from kind of opinions and monologues on social media, and that, and that counts for what I've done in the past. I don't think I thought helped this profession move forward through my constant monologues and kind of bashing off things that I sort of, sort of thought were, were kind of more practice or um, not helpful for the kind of children and adolescents and families I work with. And that's why I've changed. I, I've, I've had to have reflective change in the way that I work. And and I think more avenues need to open up. And maybe Twitter space is, is a way of doing this. But we need to be able to, as professionals, come to a discussion and so long as someone's not saying something that's illegal or harmful or intention, intentional, um, intending to, to to cause hurt, then I think we need to be able to have kind of discussions and have a back and forth discussion and not a, a, a comment and then a block. Um, I think we just have to be a lot more professional um, or mindful of how the profession can look um, when there's a bit of a tip to tap. Um, kind of arguments kind of happening on social media. I've noticed kind of SLT Twitter and quite a few people I know that have commented the same has gone very quiet recently. Um, and I think it's gone quiet because because of this. It's, it's the single tweets or a collection of single tweets. Um, and it can be quite polarizing at times. And the profession has to change. It has to grow. We have to move forward. And I think we'll move forward as a profession stronger but we have to do this together and I am I'm all for people with loud voices shouting for what they see is, is wrong and what is wrong and I'm, I'm all for kind of elevating that with them um, but I think we have to do it together I think attacking the profession is not going to be helpful um, but things, some things have to be said and, it's, and, and they'll be very uncomfortable to, to hear when you, if you kind of a part of that system, but also feel that you've done a lot to help the profession move forward, but the profession has a hell of a long way to go um, to kind of look like, in all aspects of the word, or the concept, who we work with and who we should be representing as a profession. Um, so there's my there's my two pens. I'm, I'm not going to tweet about it again. I. I Three, every single tweet I, I've ever put out um, could could easily be misinterpreted, just like everybody else's. Um, and I don't know. I think we need, I think Twitter Spaces would be an absolutely awesome way. I've seen it in Web three, so NFTs, cryptocurrency. I've seen it in lots of other top with lots of other kind of genres. Um, but Twitter Spaces would be an awesome way to have discussions. And not podcasts like this, not YouTube videos, not kind of kind of, um, kind of comments on each other's tweets. Um, so, if if there is a means of doing this, I'm more than happy to contribute. I don't, I, people don't want to hear my voice, whatever. I, I, will, I will contribute. Um, I feel like I've, I've I'm only 15 years in the profession. Um, 15 years is is a lot, but it's a not is a lot less than than a lot of senior clinicians um, 
and I think we all have something to bring to the profession and the agents of change are going to be the ones that are kind of more junior to the profession because um, <clears throat> they're the ones that are seeing and they have a loud voice and they're able to gather momentum to make that change. Um, I just think we could be all making that change together and there has to be a better way of kind of spreading the messages um coming together to create a a better face of speech and memory therapy and to have more impact with the families that we work with and the schools and everybody that we work with. Um, and this is, it's, I think we, we need to come together and kind of reduce this us versus them or them, them versus me attitude. I think we, there's a lot to be said about kind of we are like we are all in this together we and i think we all bring something to the profession and it's easy to kind of to read a, um, a tweet and take offense from that tweet or to feel that tweet is so binary in the in in its in what the opinion is to then switch off from from that particular topic or from from that individual but I think we, we need to listen to everybody's voice. Where if, if you're qualified, if you're training, if you're a parent of a child, if you're whatever, everyone needs to have equal respect. But in order for everyone to have equal respect, we have to equally respect each other. We have to be professional. We have to be respectful of other people's opinions um, and conduct ourselves professionally as, as per what our statutory guidance says. Um, so... I, I look forward to hopefully the space moving on and, and these important conversations kind of continuing, but continuing in a, in a more dynamic way, such as the use of Twitter spaces um, or I can't think of an, any other way right now in terms of um, unless there's an open discussion, literally as a not a debate, this isn't one angle versus this is not like one argument versus another argument is how do we move this profession forward? How do we all work together to make the changes that need to be made so that everything changes <laughs> pretty much? Um, and as there, there has to be a way, there has to be a way for us all to be able to respectfully communicate and understand points of views and for no one to be silenced, um, no matter what their viewpoint is, as long as I keep saying, as long as it's not harassing, as long as it's not hurtful, as long as they're not going out of their way to make people feel uncomfortable just for the sake of it. And I don't think that's happening, but I think we there, there has to be a better way of us all communicating with each other.